Hey, welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show. We are going to discuss a mock draft of the first round of the NFL draft that is coming up very soon. Thank God. But me, Neil, and Arms are going to give you picks 1 through 32 and a little bit of analysis on each. Enjoy another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Neil Crabtree. Haven't done that in a while. It's been a while. A little little, uh, Indian war chant. Welcome again to Native, the back row Native fantasy American show. war chant. Native American war chant, not, not the Redskins war chant. There you go. <laughs> but welcome to another episode. It's me, Bark, and to my left is Arms. Good morning. And to my right, as usual, is Neil. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you I for joining us. I listen to a Saturday morning, Neil. Never oh, know. Yeah, you never know. Whenever, I mean, whenever a man or a woman's free. That's right. Exactly. The episode may hit after midnight, but that doesn't mean you have to stay up and listen to it. You can always get back with us in the morning. It's all good. It's a recording. It's like DVRing our show. Can you do that? No. We are now on DirecTV. <laughs> Channel 784 on the uh, Hits Mix Back Row Fantasy Show. We're right between uh, La- Latino rap and... It's, uh, it's definitely the world music. Yes, it, it's definitely right, <laughs> between, right world music. There we go. Yes, we are for the world. We have a lot of fans in India. A lot. We, we, uh, Brazil, Brazil was the the one. We had a few in Brazil. It's just amazing to me. Well, here's a fact. We are 200. We are the 274th most popular podcast in Indonesia. That's not just fantasy podcasts. Just throwing That's it out there. All. That's all podcasts in Indonesia. So I'm assuming we probably have four, maybe five listeners in Indonesia. I'm, I'm going to get out on a limb and say they don't. Not a lot of podcast fans over there. We legit I'm are get, huge. I guess in we're Indonesia. right behind Joe Rogan, like just right there. He's probably even top ten, even in. <laughs> we, we, we just need to get one more household involved. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, when you got Alex Jones on there yelling like a maniac, you're going to be number one. That, that Joe Rogan's a smart man. He is a smart man. He doesn't have to agree with somebody to get the lunatic on there. To, I, I, to had, a good, I had a good time with that podcast. Did you watch that, that one? I'm so glad someone. I love it. I'm glad someone besides me did because I was mesmerized. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Like I didn't speak for three hours. <laughs> it was that good. His, yeah. his face never stopped being red the whole time. No, I mean when a guy on air says, "I'm I may be retarded," <laughs> I'm like, "Yes." Yes, you are. Well, I mean, you didn't have to tell the world that, Alex Jones. But let's not insult retarded people either, yeah, though. He's entertainment. Because you are a delusional idiot. No doubt about it. He's, and th- he's there's, out there. There's nobody at any point of uh, of lucidity who's going to be like, no, that dude, he's got his shit together. Dropping big words on the pod tonight. Lucidity. I did acid right before the show, so. <laughs> lucidity. That's a, that's a joke. Can we have a spelling bee? Can we have a uh, back row spelling bee? Neil Lucidity. I would assume it'd be Lucid, L-U-C-I-D-I-T-Y. You were totally yeah. supposed to be like, please use it in a sentence. <laughs> yeah. where's, the, where's the origin? <laughs> Lucidity, <laughs> Indonesia. <laughs> Not true. News and notes from around the league. Uh, Ty Montgomery signed, finally, 
before TJ Yeldon, Ty Montgomery to the Jets to be the backup to Les Bell. That's embarrassing to TJ Yeldon, though. I still think TJ Yeldon's a stud. I don't, I don't get, uh, I don't like get it. Stud away. is a strong a word. Very strong for, word. For, I, it's all about context. He's a stud of what he does, I believe. Strong. He's a running word. back in the NFL, and he's not a very I, good one. I, I would, I would. As a third down, you know, catching uh, balls, running back. I think he's great. There's worse running backs that have been signed thus far in free agency, and TJ Yeldon sits there. I mean, you got the Bengals. Mark Walton is. Dunsky, and I know you got Giovanni Bernard, but that doesn't matter. Go sign TJ Yeldon. Bengals, have at it. I think the belief there is more of they're going to lean more on Joe Mixon. I mean, Joe Mixon, love him or hate him for what he's done in the past, the guy is a three-down talent running well, we get back. That. you got to have backups, though. I, yeah, they do. His name's Giovanni Bernard. Ah, Mixon's if, getting 400 carries. If, like, Mixon goes, <laughs> if Mixon goes down, I'm not comfortable with Gio Bernard. I, I want a timeshare if Mixon goes down of Gio and TJ Yeldon. Mm. You have two similar players. At this point, you can get Yeldon for about a hundred dollars a game and a, and a <laughs> bag of chips. You forgot about the bag of chips. Give Give me Trent Richardson. He looked really good in the AAF. I'm shocked he hasn't signed yet because there's so many AAF bums that have been. So, and, and I'm not saying they're all going to be bums, but literally half of the AAF has signed. If one thing came from that league, it's literally, second can, chances. Don't use the word literally unless you're talking in real terms. That means like 500 players are signed. <laughs> no, they have Literally half like the league. 20. There was only eight teams, Arms. Okay. Half of them have signed with the with NFL clubs. I thought you were going to say with the Eagles. No. Half the, of them signed with the Eagles. The Jets okay. signed a few, didn't they? Well, if I were the Jets, I'd sign every person I could possibly find. Pretty sure Isaiah Pede signed with an NFL team <laughs> over the past few days. Dude, he was such a stud in college. And then, then Bearcats. I think the Ravens um, tried out uh, the Young-Ho kid. <laughs> Young-Ho yeah. young, young Sue. Young-Ho Koo. Young-Ho Koo. Hey, just remember, can't turn a young hoe into a house <laughs> yeah. kicker. That's right. That's all, you know, the, the, the Chargers learned that lesson. Every yeah. team needs a young hoe, though. Patriots. Just saying. Just, just saying. They might be. You, you want number one or number two? I mean, just just ask for the extra point. It's, 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 a, it's a gimme. They might need him. Other news, Adam Thielen, four-year, $64 million extension. Paid. Ma- man got paid. Definitely got paid. Earned it. I mean... Honestly, kind of a deal for Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Kind of. A, I mean, I know he's a little bit older, 28, I believe, but that's a really good price for Adam Thielen. What, what you did is you said, all right, we're going to give you r- really good money for a 28-year-old, but I still think he's got a lot of years left. That's I think a, he has six to eight of he's, pr- productive. No less a, than six it, yeah. of really good production. It's he, his first real payday. So he, He's now the number. He's the sixth highest paid wideout in the league. The one question I have is for weeks – 14, 15, and 6, 13. Weeks 13 through 16, please tell me he makes the least of his contract in those weeks because he does the least for my <laughs> fantasy team weeks 13 through 16. So I expect Adam Thielen to to garner. I have a cousin named Garner. I set myself up for that one. I expect him to garner about $1,000 a, a game from weeks 13 to 16 with the whole contract front-loaded weeks 1 through 12. Which, at the end of the season, though, even though he made, you know, what is it, sixteen, eighteen million dollars uh, uh, over the course of the year, he he's he was totally worth the fifteen million dollars that you gave him for the first twelve games. I mean, he's Adam Thielen. He's an absolute special player. Like the thing about it, he's he's the consummate possession receiver. 
I love the guy. And it, you, to watch him play, it, does he burn anyone? No. He does with the routes. Does it, that's what I was going to say. Does he mm-hmm. outjump anyone? Not really. He outbodies some people, but yeah. the guy is crisp, crisp and clean. What is he? He's, he's a decent sized guy. He believes what, 6'3? Uh, I want to say he's over six he, foot. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a large lad. He's not small. Yeah. He's not the small guy. I want to say he's about 6'3, but for someone to be as crisp in the routes as he is, he's, I mean, how do you match up with Adam Thielen? You don't. I mean, like, he, he's, he's hoping, a tech, he gets hurt. Te- yeah. <laughs> technical, technical pro. The yeah. guy's a technical pro. Jerry Rice was never the fastest guy on the field. Not even close. So, I mean, that, that's a, and on, certainly not comparing them, but it, there's a lot to be said with running a, an excellent route and selling a different route during the, the running of that route. And Thielen's one of the best to ever do it. Indeed. Other news, Reuben Foster will not be suspended, has a chance to jump in from week one and finally be a contributor to the Redskins defense this time around. Yeah, that's, that's crazy news. I, I've, right, free and clear. I know, yeah. but and, and I'm not like upset about that part. It's just, I mean, ruining young men's careers over accusations, you know, that that have apparently have no backing to them. If there was like get him out of the league, I get it, but right. like that you cost that guy. You know, he got kicked off of a team that just drafted him. You know, and I I, I hated that part, but you know what? Heck, at the end of the day, what was he on a one-year deal with uh with Washington? Believe so, so, so it's probably going to get him paid quicker than he ever was, oh. as long as yeah, he, keeps if he his, performs. If he keeps his nose clean, yeah, it right. performs. I mean, Alabama linebackers aren't usually great. Usually, they're pretty solid. I mean, aside from like a CJ Mosley, but they're usually pretty solid. I think Foster is going to be fine in uh in Washington. I agree. And in other news. Uh, on the Rich Eisen show, Sean McVay said he expects Todd Gurley to be a focal point of the offense going forward. That's not really news, but it is a message like, hey, fantasy owners, I'm telling you, Todd Gurley's going to be fine. I'm not convinced 100%, but this does ease my mind a little if I'm a Todd Gurley owner, which I'm not. Stop panicking. <laughs> Like I he's understand, got arthritis. He, I understand, but it's not like he just got arthritis. <laughs> I'm aware. It's I'll like, run it back. Like some week, arthritis. Week right? twelve, he got arthritis. That's not how arthritis works. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I, I mean, I've googled some stuff, but I'm not a doctor. But he's his knees were what they were. I mean, are they going to get gradually worse? Yeah, but does he go from the best running back in the league to the fourth? I'm still okay with that. Like at least for a couple years. Come on. I mean, Todd Gurley's going to be fine. Don't panic too much on him right now. No, no no need to panic heavily, but if you can sell high, some of the deals I have seen that are offered for Gurley, I'm like, heck, I might have taken that before the arthritis news right. just because yeah, it's no such doubt. a solid offer. I mean, sometimes one player can't always take you all the way. If there was, it was Todd Gurley the past two years, but Especially I don't expect that to be three not this in a past row. year, but the year before. Jesus Christ! If you made the playoffs, you didn't even have to have the rest of your team. Just like, all right, I've got a, uh, I got Isaiah Pete as my running back number two, and Armand Benz as my wide receiver two. <laughs> Todd Gurley takes me to the to the champs. Yeah, definitely gonna be some Pete references from from here on forth for a couple shows. We had a lot of talking while uh, Barker was uh, attending to family duties. Myself and Neil talking about. Players that we had so much promise for that just just didn't pan out. You know, like we loved them coming out of college, and it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen for him. Speaking of pan, flash in the pan, Chris Hogan signs with the Panthers. 
Chris Hogan, how do you feel about that Patriot fan, Neil? It's how far it is. I didn't even hear about that today. Yeah, so I'm with the Panthers. It's because how it, much was it? It hold uh, on, I think seven dollars. It didn't come across breaking news, but Isaiah Crowell to the Raiders did. If that gives you any indication of how well, valuable Chris Hogan it, is, yeah, I guess Twitter and Murder World is pretty quiet about that today. Truth. Last snippet, and we'll get on to some other things. Uh, Mike Mayock admitted that the Raiders could select a quarterback in the first round of the draft. So at least they're not pussyfooting around the fact that Derek Carr is just slightly above average. Smokescreen. Yeah. Could be. I I believe it is. Absolutely trying to get someone to trade up for Haskins. But. Absolutely. Or or Locke, if if that's the route you want to go. But but with Gruden infatuated with Kyler Murray and if Arizona, you know, does what we don't expect and takes Bosa or someone else, like, could the Raiders entertain doing what the Cardinals did? And drafting Murray and then trading Derek Carr to a team like Miami or God knows who else. The Washington, Giants, I mean, Denver. Like yeah, the so, Giants. The on, Giants will be a great fit for Derek Carr. Yeah, I, I hate to go I, that I far. Agree. I agree. But hate to take it that far. But, but let's also just throw this out here. And, and I'm a Raiders fan, and I do believe in what John Gruden's doing. Like I, I've seen him lead teams to the you know AFC Championship and, to see and it. Super Bowl. Like I get it. I, I understand his vision. I mean, I, I I'm not as smart at football as he is. But when did he not like a quarterback? Like Gruden's quarterback camp, he loved every freaking guy that came through there. Every every like, quarterback is a five star prospect that came through there when he talked to. Like him. man, I'll tell you what, Kyle Oletta <laughs> looks good. Somebody <laughs> somebody's really gonna hit the jackpot on this Kyle Oletta kid. Like if we would have went back, he's he would have been like, oh my god, Curtis Painter though. I mean, just look at the delivery. I mean, the long ball is just insane. Curtis Painter. I mean, the the yards that he put up in Purdue, it's just, dude, he loves everybody. I don't think he's infatuated with Kyler Murray. I think it's if okay, if we're here and you want Kyler Murray and he's still available, you're going to pay a premium. It, he's he's playing a little, a little draft day. Let me tell you something right here. The way Christian Hackenberg operates out of the spider Y banana, he loved Christian Hackenberg. <laughs> I mean, honestly, uh, though, I forgot all about that. He loved everybody. He's it, just a man of love. He is. He's. All positivity. Power of positivity. I lied about the last snippet. I have to touch on one more. Leonard Fournette driving with a suspended license after. Now, listen, this doesn't seem like a big deal, but Jacksonville apparently has had told Leonard Fournette, you need to keep your nose completely clean. And here we go again. It may be minor to us, but... Leonard Fournette's time may be coming to an end in Jackson. I actually thought about modifying a draft, all jokes aside, to put a running back in Jacksonville. Now, the problem that I had with Not a first rounder. Well, the problem that I had with it was they picked seventh. Right. So I'm like, the agreement we had was not to trade. Right. I bet if if Darius Geis was in his draft, you'd call him to Jacksonville. You You called him to Tampa Bay last year. And it would have been a great pick. But can't the guy just buy an Uber? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Can't all players just have someone drive them everywhere? You would think that's too easy. Better though. idea. Hear me out. Get a fall guy. Not a bad idea. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, Irvin that, that told the players that you need to get yourself a fall guy. Yeah. You should probably not give advice anymore. You had so many Coke violations in the NFL. Stop it. Leonard Fournette needs another bald guy with an Amish beard in the passenger seat. Done. And then when the, the cop lights come on, like, switch me, switch me, switch me. I would totally pass for Leonard Fournette. I'll shave my mustache. Bald guy. Hey, you're not far off. 
I mean, you're a little pale. Little, a uh, little, actually less athletic than given credit for. You know, <laughs> like yeah, I'm, I'm kind of Leonard Fournette-ish. I don't know with the ankle, the bum ankle. He's he's normally sporting. I, think, I have, a, yeah. I have that. You guys are on the same <laughs> same playing level. Yeah, the, the bum leg and everything. It might be the same leg. There we go. Any addition? I also look way older than I am. I'm 22 years old. I look 50. I'm actually 35. I just had a birthday. Thanks for saying happy birthday, asshole. I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> criminy. Speaking of criminy, this has nothing to do with football, but I ha- I'm going to squeeze it in there as well. So my kid, you know, he's playing T-ball. He loves baseball. He probably won't use the T. Pretty good hitter. Proud dad here. Uh, he has in his league of T-ball players a boy on a team by the name of Christ. Not joking. Is that a first name? That's a first name. <laughs> Christ. You got to be pretty confident in where your kid's going. Maybe the kid's name's Christian and they just call him Christ. I, no, it's, I, it <laughs> just says Christ. Either way, it's I'm still great. pretty sure that that kid's got some uh, some some problems growing up. Well, so, some, also, a little bit of hazing going on in his life. A little I'm, bit of teasing. I'm also afraid of my kid's team playing his kid's team because you know there's angels in the outfield. <laughs> Well, that all just a setup for that. Uh, no, I actually, I actually gave him his new baseball bat, and I, I couldn't help myself. And I'm sorry, don't leave us because of this. But I said, here you go, boy. This is for when you go whoop up on Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a real name. I mean, I, I was serious. Like, go take him down. Like, um, Dad, I, I've always named my bat. What should I name this one? Lucifer. <laughs> there you go. Constantine. <laughs> Ah, uh, the aluminum angel smasher. <laughs> God. Good uh, Lord. Oh, no. Yeah, God. Yeah, I, I was right on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there listen, we're pretty excited. We, we debated on whether we wanted to touch on some IDP draft players, but I think we would do you more justice by waiting till after the draft has come and gone and then giving you our IDP guys because right now this draft is so loaded at defense, mainly the line position you know, and cornerback and, and, and safety and safety linebacker linebacker like, is the bread and butter in IDP and I just there's don't two. like there's two. exactly they're both named Devin. Well, until the t- until the the dominoes fall because we liked Darius Leonard before the draft, we loved him after the yes. draft. Mm-hmm. And and landing spot means a lot. So I we're going to bring you some really good IDP stuff after the draft has happened. They talked a lot of Darius Leonard like. Kind of the same way is it, is it uh, Devin Bush who's projected as an outside? That's what Darius Leonard was projected at last year. Right, moves it, to the inside. Yep. Very similar athletic mm-hmm. uh, skill sets. You know, so we kind of want to see where they're going to go if there's an opportunity for them to move inside before because we don't really like outside linebackers here. Just you know, sack specialists don't really get you a lot of uh, a lot of points in IDP. So. We're going to see how it shakes out before we uh, uh, go, you know, putting the the back row seal of approval yeah. on a player. It's always a fair, it's always a scary fantasy gamble too because you never know what the draft will be in the inside, outside. I on mean, the end, we could, we could go over and say, all right, we can name like three defensive ends, two linebackers, and twenty seven safeties, and be happy about it. But, Absolutely. But I mean, that, that's that's the fantasy impact. It's just it. There's a lot of really solid players. Um, we just. A lot does depend on situation, as it does with every position. Really does, and I just I want to do listeners justice by bringing you the guys that that we uh, 
pinpoint for your fantasy teams after they got landing spots. There's just too much going on on defense. And honestly, man, I, I cannot, as much as I love IDP, I cannot take an hour and a half to talk about just D-line. I cannot do it. <laughs> the big dumbs. Well, cannot do it. <laughs> here's the thing with with playing defense or watching defense players, and we, we discussed this, like you can learn a lot about just watching two games out of an offensive player. You know, watch two games against top flight talent, and you'll get a lot out of them. With defensive players, it's position, assignment and alignment football, and you're like, were they in the right spot at the right time? And that takes a whole heck of a lot of time whenever we're talking, you know, 10, you know, real solid defensive linemen, you know, five or six really good linebackers. you got to watch a lot of game film to to really understand what someone's impact is going to be at the next level. Absolutely. So with that being said, let's uh, let's start on our mock draft. I mean, some of these guys it, it aren't going to have to be talked about too much because we've done a lot of talking before this anyways. But let's go let's go clockwise. And I'm 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 liking the idea of giving Neil the first slot. Neil, pick one. Is it going to be Kyler, in your opinion, or is it going to be someone else? Well, obviously, I have Kyler Murray going first. You know, even though also we're going to caveat this, we're not allowed making trades. Right? There's no trades involved, and and too messy. And I'm going to preface anything I say by saying I don't necessarily agree with any of these picks where they're going to. Like Murray, how's he going to have any time to throw when the offensive line can't protect anybody? Well, they're going to have to invest in the offensive well, line as soon as they pick him. And if they trade Rosen, it would be ideal if they could deal Rosen and take a lineman with the pick they get from Rosen. Well, they gave even up, if it's a second, they gave up fifty plus sacks last year. They yeah, it's bad. We have Larry Fitzgerald, you know, still holding up the flag for the wide receivers. Yeah, they're old as dirt. You know, nothing's going to change. Murray's not going to make them all of a sudden have good talent around them. No. What? One thing, one they thing. Signed Kevin White. <laughs> no, yeah. one thing I will say about Murray, and I, you guys know, I'm not a Murray fan, but he will give you time. So you, if running for his life, no, the ability to move outside the pocket and reset. Like, listen, I don't think that he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. I, I've said it. I think that he's going to be at best mediocre. But what I will say, is, he, Christian Kirk. Right, Larry Fitzgerald, David Johnson, going to have some some more opportunities of being wide open, just based on the fact that Murray's broken the play. You know, he's got outside, he's eluded the the rush. You know, kind of broke the field wide open, and I, I'm not. I, I, it's strange to say this, but there's going to be so much of a of production if he goes there, which I agree with you. I don't think he's the best player in this draft, and I actually don't think it by a pretty wide margin. Um, but the thing about Murray, it's like he is incredibly athletic. He is elusive. I mean, when we're talking quarterbacks, the the closest comp we really have to him athletically is Michael Vick, and Michael Vick was he's was, he's on that same level. I know. The, the, I think a lot, I think a lot but, of people. Michael are, Vick was six foot one. You know, had right. a, an arm to throw at a mile, and Kyler Murray, you know, produced out of a system that was very favorable. Kyler Murray, Murray or Kyler Murray's skill set. I get it, but. It's going. To, there's going to be, there's going to be production there, regardless of his talent level throwing the ball, based on the fact that the plays will last a whole heck of a lot longer. The thing is, like they're treating him like he's going to be the next Russell Wilson, and he, he's not. He's not okay. But the, they I'll were. Sit so, o- I'll sit over here and disagree. I know you. I, you. You. I've made it clear. They were. Third, they were. They were at the dead last spot in offense. 
Adding him is not going to make it any. I don't think it's going to make it any better. They have much worse things to deal with right and now. There are five quarterbacks in this draft better than Josh Rosen. I am not I saying that. Disagree. But they also, to me, they're taking a step back after what happened last year by taking oh, Murray right now. You you like Rosen that much? I would not go as far to say there's five better. Listen, uh, easily let me, let me, five let me, better. Let me invite you to take, and, and stats don't mean everything. And I don't think Rosen is a top two. Like I, I like Haskins and I like Murray better than Rosen. I like Locke. Rosen's I like where Jones. Ro, I, uh, Rosen's where I slot. Rosen to me would be the third best quarterback in this draft. I agree. With, I agree with Rosen. Look at look at the stats. Why, why would Rosen, you ever trade him then? They, I don't think they should trade him. Go ahead. Sorry. That's sorry. my point. Rosen, if you look at Rosen, Darnold, and Josh Allen, they are all very close stat-wise. As terrible as Josh Rosen played, he played with the most vanilla offense in the league. He played with the worst offensive line in the league. The kid is talented, and, and a lot of Arizona players have came out and came to his defense that he's actually not a bad leader at all. They actually really like him. And I'm not going to bat for Josh Rosen as like, you know, a top 10 pick. I don't think he should have been a top 10 pick last year. I don't think he's worth a top 10 pick this year. But I do think teams are crazy. If you're a team that's quarterback needy and you're not willing to send a second for Josh Rosen, I think you're nuts. But as the Cardinals, though, they moved, they moved around to get him. And now they're step, taking a step back and grabbing another quarterback and not fixing the O-line. The, the wide receivers are still questionable. What, what, what's, what's happened to make it a better situation for Murray? It depends on uh, what you can get for Rosen. If you can't get better than a high second, you don't do it. I would rather them just go and keep Rosen and take Bosa and, and run at least a, a full season. Then next year, look at quarterback. Or even trade out of the pick. Like well, tra- yeah, trade back, way. which we're they not They could probably get a ton. But you trade out of the pick to, for someone who really loves Kyler Murray. And, you know, then with your, you know, I don't know, just for number 10th pick. Pick the best offensive tackle and build from there, which is what I keep saying that teams need to do. You build from the inside of your or outside of your line in, and then you start taking your skill position. Like that's how you build an offense. Just look back. Tom Brady has been protect, protected immensely his whole career. Seems like every two years they draft a tackle, and the guy develops. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with that statement. I mean, you need an offensive line. You don't even put a rookie quarterback behind a bad line. Miami has a decent line, but they're doing the right thing and putting Fitzpatrick back there. Let, let that magical beard take the beating, not a rookie. Dude, the beard will put throw three pancake blocks a game. I don't, I mean, I mean, kind of like Looks the, like he's had some pancakes by the picture I saw of yeah. him in his Dolphins uniform. But the, just to tie not on this thing, though, the fact is like they have so many issues, and I, I'll keep saying it. Like, this having another quarterback is not making what made it so bad for Rosen. Agreed, agreed. But I, I personally don't like Rosen. I don't think that he has. We the didn't like him last year, period. so I'm not going to argue. It, it, it too is much, what so. it is. Uh, once again, to me, he's probably the sixth quarterback in this draft, and this is a weak quarterback draft. And that, that's just against Rosen. That's that, that's entire my testimony against Josh Rosen. I just never been a fan. Do you have Arizona taking Murray? Absolutely. I think okay. we all do, right? I yeah, do. Me, me too. I do not because I think he's the best player. Because I think that's the route they're going to go. Okay, I, I agree. I do. I I also think that's the route they're going to go. 
And but I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, backed out at the last minute. Oh, not, not by any means. Touch on another part of the thing. I mean, I'm gonna be the old man shaking the fist at the neighbor kids, okay? But like, <laughs> get off my lawn. No, but, get off my grass. What? You're what? Gonna what get dead spot in here. That ball's mine now. What did Kingsbury do with Patty Mahomes at the college and in that system? You know what I mean? It's like these are bringing a system that didn't win him anything to the NFL and expect to deal with a, another rookie quarter, a rookie quarterback. I, I'm going to disagree with you on the fact because I do think Kingsbury is a very good offensive mind. The downside better to King, than what they had. The downside to what Kingsbury is is he just like Mike Leach has had absolutely no defensive mind and just assumed that we're just going to outscore everybody. I mean, there was production there with, not, with no line, yeah, mind you. But we're going to we're going to just. Run and gun, just continuously pass the ball, you know, get it downfield, short, you know, downfield, short intermediate routes. Everything's going to be timing, and we're going to be successful from that route. I mean, I like Kingsbury. He, as long as he knows, I hand this the defense side of the ball off to someone who knows what the hell they're doing. Let's go to pick two. Neil, pick two, mock draft, NFL, round one. Who you got San Francisco taking? I have Bosa. Best player in draft? The best player on the board. And they got to be pumped when that happens, like, right? Yeah, they're probably they're jumping and they're, they're already they're, rich they're spinning. on the D line, and they are about to have one of the best yeah. D lines. In I the mean, game. you put Bosa with DeForest Buckner, oh, man. Yeah. DeForest Buckner can get after your quarterback. I mean, if I was a 49er fan, I'd be on the cardboard doing break dances right now. Absolutely, I'd be spinning. Number I, number, I'd, I'd break everything I have trying to do a break dance. <laughs> Third pick, New York Jets. Neil, I have Taylor going there because I, I think they want to solidify the offensive line. To make it even better for Darnold and Bell. I'm going to go a different route. I think the biggest need that the Jets have is wide receiver. I still think that, that that's going to be a... Listen, hey, this is my freaking draft. It's early. I know. I know. But when you have a, a guy who's as talented as a Mike Evans, who's in this draft, someone who can get up... Who's that? Nikhil Harry. Okay. Someone who can get up, win the contested balls, also win some deep balls, you know, catch in traffic. They, they've, the Jets have just lacked that that receiving spot for years. I mean, even when they had Brandon Marshall, he wasn't that good. Like they need that big body, that great possession receiver who can do it all. And I think that's Nikhil Harry. And I know that's not a lot of people's number one receiver. And honestly, he's probably not mine, but for them, he is. I, uh, I, I, Josh Allen is a riser in this draft, and I can't see him falling past the Jets at three. So I've I, got, yeah. I've got Josh. I Allen. do like Allen going there, but I just see Jets. I, just, I think Jets want to get back to the point where they have a good offensive line, and why not take the best offensive lineman? Okay, especially protect their newly acquired asset and Bill. Pick four. I have Williams going. As do I. Oakland Raiders taking Quinn and Williams. They they seem to have been trying to bolster the defense since they traded Mac, and they spent a little bit of draft capital on that line last year. But you can't pass on a guy like Quinn Williams at I, four I, overall. I think the kid's a lock for Pro Bowls. Absolutely. So I'm going to go with other than Bosa, probably arguably the best pass rusher in this year's draft class, and that's Josh Allen. Josh Allen is. I'm not saying this. That would be a great I'm not saying he's for Lil Mac. From moving on from Mac. But he's a pretty damn athletic, get after the, the quarterback, high motor kind of guy. So, you know, to to kind of 
feel Gruden's vision coming together, if you get a guy like Josh Allen at the fourth overall pick, you're not as disappointed to having lost Khalil Mack. I'm not saying he's going to be Khalil Mack because Khalil Mack is special, but they still have another draft pick available in this year's draft because of it. Five, Tampa Bay, Neil, who you got? I had Devin White. That's the popular pick I've seen. Devin Devin White has been mocked to Tampa Bay in more mock drafts than any player I've seen mocked anywhere. Tampa Bay wants to get back to that 2002 offense. I mean, that defense, one of the best of all time. So, Me? Oh, yep. yep. Brian Burns, Florida State, outside linebacker. And my thought process on this is Quan Alexander go, leaves, Kendall Beckwith moves to the middle. Now you've got – I know uh, Beckwith injured most of the time, but – so good when he's not. Yeah, but now you're solidifying your uh, your linebacking core, and you put Burns on the outside, the ability to rush a passer, you know, kind of an all-around player. There's a, a good fit to try to, you know, get a really solid uh, linebacking core, which is kind of what they were going for whenever they drafted back with. I've got Tampa Bay trying to rectify their recent swings and misses on defensive ends. And another riser that I like is Rashawn Gary. And I think Tampa Bay pulls a little bit of a surprise in this draft, takes Rashawn Gary, and solidifies that line to help free up some of those linebackers that may not be household names quite yet. But I like Rashawn Gary and Tampa Bay at five. I'm just not, and I think he'll be solid. I'm not that high on Rashawn Gary. There's a reason for that. So Here's where it gets super interesting. New York Giants at pick six. I can't wait to hear who Neil has. I have Josh Allen going there. Okay. Well, yeah, you didn't have Allen going yet. So, no. I think if, if Giants have the ability to to get Josh Allen, I'd be high fiving every, everybody and their sister. If he happens to fall there, they, they'd have to be super ecstatic. I mean, for the reasons I said, you, we're talking they want to maybe get back to that New York sack exchange type thing. Mm. What made the Giants successful for so many years was the defensive ends, but Allen is a, is a great pass rusher, you know, more of an outside linebacker than a hand-in-the-ground kind of guy. Um, but what did they lose? They lost to Olivier Vernon. Mm-hmm. Now you get a arguably better, younger version of him. And Olivier Vernon, I mean, at one point, I believe, led the league in sacks. I mean, so if they're wanting to get the defense back on track – Allen be a fine pick. It's not who I have there. Actually, think now's the time. Availability. Dwayne Haskins. He's still there. To they, Tampa Bay. No, we're on the Giants. Yeah, we're on the Giants. Oh, I'm sorry. We're on the Giants. Dwayne Haskins. He moves into that role. He sits a year behind Eli. Goes onto the biggest stage in football in New York. And here we go. Dwayne Haskins, a, a smart football player, can make all the throws. Doesn't have the greatest decision-making ability, but very solid, better than Eli. I mean, as much as I like Eli, he's better than Eli from decision-making ability. But you put him on a team that's got a young core already, you know, with their skill position players, and I'm I'm liking Haskins' future. It's still no time to throw. This is where I'm seeing yet another <laughs> riser. Uh, we'll, we'll get there, but <laughs> I tend to agree with you, but the, their line looked a hell of a lot better the last five games than did the first 11. This is this is where I see another riser going, and and the first, I don't know if it would be a pure surprise in this draft, but I think the New York Giants are that quiet team, not talking about Drew Locke, and I think Drew Locke ends up being the second quarterback picked in this draft, and he goes to the Giants. I think he's a really solid comparison 
to a young Eli Manning, and I think that New York Giants see that, and they want Drew Locke to be their quarterback of the future. Big time riser right now. I know. I see a Drew Locke rising. <laughs> I've liked Drew Locke from the get-go. I liked him, you know, all the way through his college career, but I just I just don't think he's as good as Dwayne Haskins. I'm calling Drew Locke as a lock to the Giants. Okay. Neil, Jacksonville, I pick had, seven. Is it going to be yeah. a running back? This is where I had Rashawn Gary going. They won't they get, oh, get, get back to that top-level defense again, and I think snagging him would be really great to achieving that. Okay. I'm kind of on the page with you. A different player, but I'm kind of on that page with you. Arms, who's Jacksonville taking at seven? I mean, for one, I loved watching the kid when I actually watched the games. He's he crazy to me. This is where a surprise happens for me. So Jacksonville signs quarterback in the offseason. All right. But they realize that this guy, he's a stopgap. Foles. Man, they paid him a lot of money to be a stopgap. Okay. A lot okay, of money. Okay, but... It's the NFL. Most contracts, not a loss guaranteed. I think they're going to go with Drew Locke here. Drew Locke is a better prospect than Nick Foles. I agree with he, that. He's, he's got a lot more upside. Nick Foles has never really put together a full season of being, well, excuse me, he did put together one full season of being really solid, like 27-2. But other than that season, like he's got a lot of question marks around him. And I, I think Jacksonville's like, you know what? We just don't want to swing and miss on a quarterback. We want to have something going on because Nick Foles is not the future of our franchise. They're they're paying him, but the NFL doesn't go long term. Really, they you know no contracts really guaranteed. See, Give me Drew Lock with Jacksonville. I I could see them drafting a running back in round two or three because of the Leonard Fournette thing. Not saying that they'd start him, but they a good contingency plan because this is a team that wants a game manager and wants to run the ball and wants to play defense. And I think defense is where they stay. I like Montez Sweat uh, going to Jacksonville. Outside linebacker can get to the quarterback with ease. Uh, they're not worried about the heart complications. Detroit's probably pretty upset that this happens if it does happen. But I think Nick Foles is exactly what they need. They... They did a lot with Blake Bortles. All they need is a marginal upgrade from Bortles, and Nick Foles is more than a marginal upgrade. He's not a pro bowler, but he's more than a marginal upgrade, and I think that's all that Jacksonville needs. They can wait a couple years to take a quarterback, yeah, I, in my I, opinion. Yeah, I agree 100% on the fact that they, just needed a, they needed a decent quarterback. There's somebody that can play. <laughs> so they, I'll see them getting one this year. Yeah. Hey, your your mock draft, my mock draft. Oh, Get off me, man. It's your mock, time. my mock, his mock, we're mocking. Yeah, it's, it's all good time. Mock three up in here. It's all good time. Detroit. I love when it gets deeper yeah. because it's gonna we're gonna be all over the place from here on out. Detroit, who who's the Lions taking, Neil? They are happy taking sweat. It's as for me, he's a one off your guys' board. Uh, well, yours anyway. Probably a dream come true for them, but yes. I'm going on a big team need, and I'm going to go with Greedy Williams out of LSU. Cornerback. I also have Greedy Williams. So, I mean, that if you look at what they have as a team, like could they use another receiver? Absolutely. Could they use, you know, some offensive line help? Yeah. But could they use, you know, a, a great tight end? Sure. But their biggest need is – You're trying to say Jesse James isn't a great tight end. Yes. Outlaw. <laughs> could we call him the road dog, too? We road dog Jesse James. <laughs> You better call somebody. There we go. But Williams looks like the best cornerback in this year's draft class, and that is we've seen the Lions go high on cornerbacks before. 
here's the time they're going to do it. And, and honestly, and they, get a need, good one. they need an elite person in that secondary. Yeah. They need one bad. They've got a lot of like decent guys with no names. They need a shutdown corner. Something to make the defense somewhat fearworthy. They need somebody. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be, I th- to I think be frank, the, they have the pieces on offense. Yeah, they've they've spent money in free agency and draft picks, solidifying the line, getting the wide receivers in place, the running back. Uh, Matthew Stafford is still in the top half of the league as far as quarterbacks go. He's still a top sixteen guy in my opinion. Love the greedy Williams pick, Neil. For Hux, who is Buffalo taking? Well, Brian Hux would be mad because I don't I don't like the guy either, but I've seen reports of them wanting DK Metcalf there. Ugh. They're still not happy with the Rodgers here they have, in my opinion. They shouldn't be. I disagree. I don't I mean I don't like the guy either. I don't think that either of their wide receivers are worse than DK Metcalf Metcalf. There's still the hype, and I've seen many reports on via Twitter and various other websites that are saying that DK Metcalf's a very strong possibility at nine. Listen, if it's on Twitter, it's true. It's definitely not, but still there's been enough rumblings around for me to actually have some belief. The in internet it. doesn't lie, Neil. No, no, there's not. No. We shouldn't believe anything on there. Arms, Buffalo. Going back to whenever they were the best they've been in 10 years or so, they're going to address defensive line. And this is where Quinnen Williams goes. True. You know, he falls that far. Where do you guys, do you, do you guys have, him have, have him off of your wards? Uh, yeah, I have a number four. Okay, great. Oakland's happy with him. Great, great. says. Great. great. Oakland got a pass Scoot rusher yes. for me. You know, uh, I'm just looking at the team needs. I, I feel like Buffalo needs that elite level defensive lineman, and Quentin, Quentin Williams is arguably the best in this year's draft. To be fair, if Williams falls down there, to be happy to have him, they would. So trying to get him back to where they have uh, uh, the Williams guy. You know, the other Williams guy. I, I like Williams at Buffalo. I'm with Neil. I, I've got DK Metcalf pegged at that spot to Buffalo. Not not only because they're infatuated with the size, the speed, but it's been a long time since Buffalo has had a physically imposing receiver, and they spent some coin on Josh Allen, some draft coin. They want to surround him with weapons. LaShawn McCoy is getting a little long in the tooth. Zay Jones has taken a little too long to break out. Robert Foster was a nice revelation last season, but they went out and grabbed role-player receivers to throw around DK Metcalf, in my opinion. I think DK Metcalf is the guy as well, even though I also do not believe he is a top 10 pick. I think he'd be okay as a 15 to 20 guy. I think DK Metcalf's day in the draft room is going to be a long one. I don't. I think, I think it's, there's too much potential there. Especially considering they signed all the, the, the fast slot guys. Why would they want him? Me and Neil on the same page tonight. Well, huh? Good for well, you guys. Denver Broncos, Neil. Denver, Denver Broncos are hee-heeing and hoo-hooing with Hawkinson. My God, me and you. I, I won't even make us wait. Hawkinson this, as well. This is like a, an A tight end compared to what, Jake Butt <laughs> and Howerman. Jake Butt. <laughs> Who you got, Arms, before we get into our Hawkinson Devin debate? White, LSU. Get arguably the best interior linebacker on the board. I mean, White... That would be a good pick. White can do, you know, realistically has the skill set to play 
any linebacker position, inside, outside, but they want to solidify it. You know, get something better than what a Brandon Marshall was. Get an elite inside linebacker, and Devin White's the guy. I mean, that's one of the biggest team needs Denver has. Not a bad pick whatsoever, in my opinion. Now, the Hawkinson argument, I'm with Neil. I mean, Jake Butt, solid prospect, but you know what? You can't bank on a guy that hasn't even freaking played hardly. But, you can't bank on Hewerman. And TJ Hawkinson is a can't-miss prospect. And how much is Flacco going to love him? Let, let me ask you Flacco something. Flacco loves, no, loves tight ends. ends. Absolutely does. But look, he's not making decisions. Okay, first off, let me ask you. I think he is. I think Flacco's running that team now. Okay. John Elway's infatuated with Joe Flacco, and he has said, Joe, Broadway Joe, that's what I'm going to call you from now on, Mr. Flacco, who you want? He's going to be like, TJ Hawkinson. So That's how he talks my, ever since the Kiko Alonso. My argument back on this is... is when Denver was at their best, it's with a great defense. They've got a lot of offensive guys. You know they got two, they don't they don't have a tight end at all. I, no. Do you need a tight end when you got two pretty good running backs? They have young two, wide receivers, two, but they look solid. They don't look great. They look they, solid. They, they were first year guys. T.J. Hawkinson will make them look that much better. All I'm saying is you you eventually have to address the other side of the ball. It's whenever your, it's your mark. whenever you spent the last two years addressing the, you know the offensive side. Let's finally address defense again. It's your mock, brother. It's your mock. Me and Neil, it's our mock. But you, it's your mock. Okay, it's mine. <laughs> 11. Clear you guys just shared notes. 11, Cincinnati. I bet we don't have the same guy on this one because Neil's already picked my put my guy somewhere <laughs> else. So 11, Cincinnati, who's it going to be? Well, Bengals always disappoint. They never, they, they, they never take <laughs> They're they taking John Ross again, aren't they? <laughs> or or C.J. Perry said a gamble. They're going to take, you know take uh, Hollywood Brown. <laughs> I don't think I'm mad. I think about the Chris Perry pick for one, but oh, yeah. gosh. <laughs> I honestly see them. Even in the reports, they're saying that this is make or break year for Dalton. I honestly see them taking Haskins at this pick. He's already off my board. I almost had him taking Will Greer here, though. Oh my God! Arms love to shoot for the sky. Can you, in your heart of hearts, tell me that Will Greer I, is a worse prospect? Than Andy Dalton was. To, to me, I have Will Greer number so one. The, I mean, so don't ask me. Yeah, don't you know ask what me. I mean? Like, and I, I, like, if there's a team on down, like, in the first half of the draft that is taking a chance on Will Greer for quarterback, it's probably the Bengals. That's not who I had mm. going there, but, yeah, I mean, Haskins, if he falls there, Ohio guy, Ohio team, I mean, you, you want to talk about jersey sales. The guy's just going to break all the freaking jersey sale records. Yeah, everyone lo- loves Baker right now in Ohio. Wait till Dwayne Haskins goes to Cincinnati. That'd be a big move for Cincy. Can't deny that. I mean that that is the that's They're, a PR move, you know, to counter Baker for sure. Yeah, they definitely need some spark right now, and I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I put him on here. Arms Cincinnati. Who you got? I'm very curious now. So they just lost, kind of in theory, their superstar tight end. Right? They. What I believe Eifer went went someplace. I don't even well, remember. They've they lost did. all their other ones. They, hey, they resigned Uzama. Okay, so they got <laughs> yeah, Uzama. They so they they, they're going with Secret n- of the Ooze. I'm going with Noah Fant right here. Ooh, I like it. No, Noah Fant's got top 10 talent. You for, know, I love me some Noah. For Cincinnati to be able to grab him here at the 11th pick, it. I'm not saying he's the best player on the board, but he's right up there in you know that best player on the board conversation. Yeah. And he is an elite prospect at tight end. Cincinnati needs a tight end. They've got two solid wide receivers. They've got a solid running back. I'm not a fan of their quarterback, but if they still believe anything in him, 
if you're trying to continue to you know expand that offense, fancy your player. And I'm not. I'm actually really, really getting sick of Bengals getting screwed on tight ends. They're not getting screwed. They just make terrible picks. It's not. No, it, it, Tyler Eifert was a great pick. No, right? oh, no, no, no. I, I agree with uh, Eifert was solid. That's yeah, why but, I, mean, that's why I used the word screwed between Gresham. But it's him. Okay. Him always being hurt. Him always fumbling the ball. Can't do anything. Then you got Eifert always being hurt. It's like. When are they actually going to get somebody who can perform? This year, no fan. <laughs> this year, so no fan, he says. I just told you. I'm going a little more boring with Cincinnati's pick. It is, uh, yeah, Andy Dalton is just kind of okay, but I think he gets one more year with a second or third round rookie quarterback pick. I, I could see Greer in Cincinnati, to be honest, but not in round one. Jawan Taylor falls a little bit. Goes to Cincy. It's Joe Mixon's show now. I mean, this yep. team is going to, the offense is going to run through Joe Mixon. Jawan Taylor is going to help that happen. And I, I think, and that's a big need. That's a huge need for Cincinnati right now. Offensive linemen are a premium. And we got a seven round draft. But so the, uh, we got plenty of time to address other positions. My big question with that choice is uh, do you honestly think the best offensive lineman is going to last all the way down to 11? Yes. I, I do this year just it, because of the defense. Listen. The defensive talent in this draft with Hawk, and then you add in Hawkinson and some of these quarterbacks. Yes, I do believe that, there There's not like fall. a, you know, a Jake Long, a DeBrickshaw Ferguson. That guy's not in this year's draft class. Like, in my opinion, like, yeah. they're... Even the Alabama guys yeah. that are coming out aren't that level. The only team I could see making a play for Jawan Taylor is the New York Giants. I well, think the New York well, the Giants J- could I, surprise yeah. and do yeah, that. I mean, but I don't just think it'll drafted happen. Soldier, so or traded for Soldier. I mean, like they they did, but, but I mean, obviously he's a he little, didn't work out. He's a little older. You you don't have to play. You can put uh, yeah. You can you throw can him put on Taylor the right on the right, move yep. him to the left in a couple of years. Right. I get it. Now, I I don't disagree. And honestly, it, it's that's a what the Giants it's a little should bit of a reach do for him to fall. But I'm going to call it. The Giants should take Taylor where they're I at, agree. and then start him on the right, moving to the left whenever the 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 need calls for. Because it, it, offensive line is so amazingly important in the NFL, to, and it's the most overlooked position. Whenever we're talking like just the casual fan. Like, there's trash players that put up stupid stats because they have a great offensive line. Now, the downside of it is you're never in position to draft a great running back whenever you've got a really good offensive line. I mean, because they're letting, you know, garbage cans go out there and rush for 12, 1,500 yards. Like, I I get it. I I actually, Taylor, obviously best offensive lineman in this year's draft. Man, I've I've got him close. Is debatable, though. Well, I'm a number three, though, but still. It is debatable. Green Bay. This is always a hard... Green Bay is probably the hardest team in Usually, the league yeah. to call what position they're going. What do you got, Neil? I have Fant going here. I think, I think Graham is... His years have gone. Yeah. Mercedes Lewis ain't nobody. I think yeah. I think no Fant's a great spot here. Aaron Rodgers doesn't care about tight ends. Why, why would you draft one? He's never going to throw it, to it's him. It's a really popular thing right now for everyone to... Say Green Bay's biggest need is tight end. It's, it I, has been for ten years. I don't disagree that it's a huge need, but they really don't. Hell, they could throw Marquez Valdez Scantling at tight end for God's sakes. Dra- I mean, they, they, pretty big, isn't he? They, they're why not? They're like Detroit. They don't really have to have a tight end, but it wouldn't be a bad pick either. Green Bay, who you got? That's where Juwan Taylor goes for me. Okay. Pr- protection for Aaron. So you got him falling too. Aaron Rodgers gets, he's getting older, getting injured a little more often. 
Now you've got to address, hey, how can we keep the, in the argument at least, top three, and you know, a lot of people still have him as the best overall quarterback in all the NFL. How can we keep this guy upright in that you've got to protect him? Get Juwan Taylor right there. I have got our good buddy from our league of record, Brian Burns, outside linebacker, Florida State, going to Green Bay. They lost Clay Matthews. This just makes a lot of sense to me to go out and grab a guy like Brian Burns. That's that is a very safe outside linebacker pick. On to the team I hate to talk about the most. My Miami Dolphins. I'd hate Neil, to talk about them too. Neil, don't disappoint me. Miami, who you got? Well, you guys seem to like him, but I have Miami finally taking a quarterback at Drew Locke. I wouldn't be upset by you, that at you all. You couldn't be upset by that because it's no. going to be better than what they've had. Give like the one year since the, Marino. Yeah, the one year of Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic will put up great, great numbers. I think. Then he might get hurt, or he might and Locke might have sat there for or a whole year. Or he might just throw four interceptions in the first half of a game. It's also also a possibility. We know. Game, then, games one through four. You want Fitzpatrick? Yeah, absolutely. Like, like like we have talked about before. Fitzmagic's like the John Kitten to me. He's he he'll play a great role until it's ready for Locke to come in. And he know the the biggest thing about Fitzpatrick is he actually knows what he knows that's what his role is. Like he doesn't have delusions that he is going to be your franchise quarterback no. for fifteen. Well, he's years. obviously smart. He's a Harvard guy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he he understands. He's like I'm going to go here. I'm going to make money. I'm going to perform at my best level until the other guy's ready to carry the free, you know yeah. carry the load. He gets it. He's going to. Probably realistically next year be on another team, <laughs> more than likely, and do do it all over again. I mean, probably for the next three or four years till he's out of the league. Like, I like I, I actually I like the pick. Obviously, uh, that's not the route I'm going, but yeah, I'm with you. That that that's solid. That'd be a really nice move for uh, for Miami. I mean, Fitzpatrick has a Brett Favre mindset. He's just not as good. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wants he wants to chuck it. He just is not quite as good, not even close. But I do like I do like the mentality. Like I think that Fitzpatrick upgrades every wide receiver in Miami. Not that you should own any of them in fantasy. Maybe Kenny Stills. Maybe this is where he realizes his potential in Miami. But I, I like At least the Drew Lock games. Anyone mocking a quarterback to Miami in the first round, I'm happy about it because. They're set up to do so. Ryan Fitzpatrick can hold the torch for a year or two. Then they just have to worry about other things after round one. They've got a lot of work to do, but I do like the pick. Arms, very interested to see who you have Miami taking. I hope you love the pick because he's arguably the best wide receiver in this year's draft. His name's A.J. Brown. Oh, dear. I I wouldn't hate that. So, you know, you lose Jarvis Jarvis Landry, the most productive receiver you've had in a few years. Right, what last not this offseason, but the previous offseason, lose him, and you get probably a quicker, more explosive version of Jarvis Landry. You know, I think AJ Brown is something that they're missing in Miami, someone who can do you know several aspects of the game that they need in the in the receiving game. I mean, they, there's not to you know hurt you here, but they've got a lot of other needs, but. At this point, he's probably the best player available without a lot of question marks. I want to go to a season where, like, I'm not even a Dolphins fan. In fact, I want them to lose the Patriots. But I get tired of them always having thousands. They always have 50 needs. Yeah. It's always yep. constantly. When but is it going but to they still beat the Patriots once a year. It's Never. insane. You know, yeah, that, that, always in Miami, they're going to win. But I'm, 
when's it going to change? Never. Never. It, it never will. It really never. We'll be 60 years old. We'll sit there talking about this. Miami's got 50 needs. They haven't <laughs> had like, a quarterback since Marino. Well, I mean, yeah, we freaking know. We've had a podcast for 42 years. It's like, After they trade Xavier Howard and Rashad Jones, Miami's best player is going to be Raekwon McMillan. That's yeah, just Mink, not good. Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. solid. Okay. I think he's gonna be real. He's, I one, think, he's one of the he's one of the you know he's an Alabama safety. They're all freaking good. Like just name a bad one. I won't be horribly upset at AJ Brown, but I still think Miami hasn't spent a first round pick on a quarterback since Tannehill. And honestly, Tannehill's almost thirty. So I mean they did that a while ago. Is he ago. really almost thirty? Yeah. So he he's had 30. he's been injured what, five seasons? <laughs> I'm not even joking. No, he's been injured the better part of two and a half. But, I mean, he's Did he put come in, in the league at 27? He's I mean, put in about three years of health think, out of those five and a half, about six years. If he came out as a senior, or, or was he a senior? I forget. I think as so. a senior, 22 years old. Well, yeah, 21, 22, but. Well, I'm excited for my lead up to Miami's pick because let me tell you something. Miami's going to draft. You can take this to the bank. Miami, the bank. Miami is going to draft the most mobile quarterback in this draft in Dwayne Haskins. All right. <laughs> Stephen A., listen, he's not the most mobile quarterback in this draft. He's more of a runner than a passer, but, you know. But the, uh, the slide of Dwayne Haskins ends at 13. This is the best-case scenario for Miami. They finally get their quarterback of the future. I'm a Haskins believer. They, I've not made any qualms about that. They may, honestly, if they if that does happen, they arguably have the best quarterback in this year's draft. There's, it, it's split. I know a lot of people still think Murray's going 1-1, right. but they, there's about 50-50 on who's actually the best quarterback. They, 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 need, the best quarterback. they okay. need a big, tall, strong-armed pocket passer that's Dwayne Haskins the only flaws in his game can be fixed with coaching I think it would be a great pick for Miami and I pray to God I pray to Christ on my kids t-ball team please draft Dwayne Haskins don't pray to a six-year-old I know I'm just playing well obviously it'd be great lost all our Christian listeners I, I like him better than Locke but I, I <clears> haven't <throat> gone before then so understandably yeah but I hope it happens we'll see 14, Atlanta. True wild card right here. Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Well, Hotlanta likes their Clemson Tigers, and Christian Wilkins is going here. Mark, mark it down. Take it to the bank. Not a bad pick. Cash your money to the bank and throw it to the ring. Find <laughs> <laughs> the ladder, brother. Yeah, yeah. Ber- Bernie Sanders burning out the case. It's got Christian Wilkins' name in it. <laughs> I love it. Love it. They like the- Bernie Sanders burning out the case. <laughs> oh, I love it. But they have like five Clemson Tigers on their team. I, I might be off by maybe one or two, but still, like they, they love the Clemson You're Tigers. You're probably off one or two the wrong way. You're like, there's probably like nine. <laughs> there there, might, there might be. But they're going to snag a great guy. I love Christian Wilkins. I'm obviously biased, but they get him at 14. That's that's a great deal there. Arms. I'm going to go Ed Oliver. I mean, defensive line, they need some help on that area. I mean, offense, theoretically, they're close to set. There's not a... a real viable lock first-round running back, which is really their biggest need on offense. So I'm going to go to the biggest need on defense. Once again, to me, that is defensive line. And, you know, Oliver's in that argument for being possibly the best defensive lineman in this year's draft. Aren't you and, I, and I love Christian Wilkins. Yeah, aren't you excited about the prospects of Vic Beasley right beside Wilkins? Man. Oh, no, it— but I get to, I get to but, 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 but,
Vic Beasley, uh, Tack McKinley, speed guys. Like you, you need some strength, and you know you don't have to. The other guy didn't have to get to the quarterback; they got to take up blocks. Like we, Tony Syracuse is a Hall of Famer for a reason. He does, it's not because he got a lot of sacks; it's because he took up a lot of blocks. <laughs> just, just think about it. What's, what's the Packers' defensive tackle? The Gilbert Brown. Gilbert like- Brown, four hundred twenty-five <laughs> freaking pound Super Bowl champion. Gilbert, the cheeseburger Brown, baby. He took us from real estate. He called him. He called a couple lanes. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I, I. If Wilkins is, there, I mean, he he's gonna be he'd be a solid pick. It's well. a lock if it comes up and you know, like Atlanta. Oh yeah, absolutely, possibly. I mean, both of them would be good picks. Yeah, agreed. I, I got Atlanta. Atlanta's that wild card, and I, I think that they go best player available here based on absolutely what they you know don't need. They don't need some of the top players on the board at this point, but they do take the best player on the board that fits their needs. Obviously, not obviously. Arguably the best offensive lineman in the draft with Juwan Taylor. I think Atlanta goes Jonah Williams at 14. Protect Matt Ryan for the foreseeable future. Try to open up that running game. So every for three years he can be a top five quarterback? Absolutely. I mean, they've got the weapons on <laughs> I love offense. Matty Ice. They've got a lot of good players on defense. I'm sure they'll spend some more later in the draft, but Jonah Williams is, is they can't pass on him if he falls to 14, in my opinion. 15, Washington. It's getting dicey. This is getting more interesting. Neil, who's 15 to Washington? Okay, I'm going to start this off with saying the Skins need everything. <laughs> and, and a new owner. And Indeed. Everything. Maybe a new team name in some people's eyes also. But I have Literally, Bre- this team needs just, just everything. tore the F down and it, it just re-expand in Maryland or something, right? It's the only team that makes it, me happy to be a Hog- Miami Dolphins fan. <laughs> is the Hoggets still there? Do they, need, do they need a new set of Hoggets who to cheer? Probably. No, but I have Marquise Brown going here. Ooh, mm. Not a bad pick at all. They need a quarterback like no other. But there's probably not one worth taking. At this spot, no, I, I really see Marquise Brown going here. Arms. Tell me why. Yeah, that's that, you're you're thinking of why you don't have Marquise Brown going here. That's no, I, no, I have a player going here, and I'm I'm set on my player going here. I'm like, you should, you should yeah, no, like I'm, I'm absolutely set on it, and you just told me why. Because they need everything. Because they need a quarterback. They they do, but oh, I'm I'm intrigued. So so Marquise Brown. So you're you're thinking they need that. Jameson right. Crowder replacement, but, who, but, but who, a better who, version. Who are you gonna take a quarterback at this spot? That's worth a crap. Your number one quarterback, Will Greer. I love Will Greer. I th- I was taking number one. That's <laughs> I love he, Will Greer. Yeah, Will Greer is the quarterback that goes. Who's gonna throw to? Th- you need a franchise. Yeah, Colt McCoy throwing to Marquise Brown. Don't you want that? <laughs> no, nobody wants that. <laughs> you you the at, right, want it right now? You're you're sitting here looking at do. <laughs> We are there. We are the Redskins, right? We're the Washington Redskins. We do not want to be staring up at three teams we freaking hate in the, in the NFC East. We just don't want to do it. The, we're not. We're not willing to wait a year for Alex Smith. It's just we're not going to do Smith's it. Alex Smith's not coming back. Even if he did, they're not going to wait a year to do it. They they know right now we cannot win with Colt McCoy. Tua or Fromm is going to be a Redskin in twenty. And he might be still if 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 Will Greer doesn't work out. We've seen they went first and second round, if I'm not mistaken, with quarterbacks. They're going to take a chance on Will Greer because Will Greer has as much upside as anybody else in this. I don't draft. want to, I don't want you to have him there because you're going to ruin the guy's career. Oh, absolutely. He's a son to nobody. Absolutely. Now I could see Washington pulling a Baltimore Ravens 
jumping back into the last few picks we of round two trade with the Patriots. Well, that's Listen, what, that's obviously I'm not, should do. I'm not calling the trade in my actual mock, but I could see them moving up, grabbing that Patriots pick at 32. We know the Patriots love moving down. Maybe that's Washington to Will Greer. But I've got Devin White out of Michigan going to Washington. Their best rush linebacker is Ryan Kerrigan. Ryan Kerrigan's been in the league since 1947. It's time he, he for... He was started in uh, the NFL the same time that... Uh, that Hunter Renfrey started at Clemson, didn't or, he? Or McNamara. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I'm pretty sure that he started in the league whenever uh, Hayden Hurst started college. <laughs> but Devin Bush, outside Triple linebacker, H. Michigan. Washington needs a pass rush. They need. They can't do anything on offense. You can't draft a fix for your offense in round one this year. You might as well try to get some pass rushers to get the ball back on offense to give Case Keenum his seventh chance in the first quarter to do something, Devin Bush is that guy for me. 16, Carolina. Here's what I'm saying. All, all I can tell you about Will Greer is you don't have to watch Will Greer highlights. Go, go, look the at the, go look at the wide receiver highlights and say, how many freaking touchdowns did Sales catch this year? Like, How many did Jennings catch this year? It's, it's a freaking lot because Will Greer throws a lot mm. of touchdowns in really good spots. Jason White threw a lot of them too. Not <laughs> not not so much. He was he was, he was, he was a mobile. He was a Heisman winner. He was. So <laughs> Sixteen was, Carolina. So was Eric Crouch. Neil. I have I have Andre Dillard going here, the second offensive lineman. Woo. Carolina gets tired of seeing their quarterback on the ground. You can't <laughs> take down Cam Newton. Uh, it also gives the guy some time to throw him to Caffrey another ninety times a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Arms Carolina sixteen. Well, you know, arguably for years, their best offensive player outside of Cam Newton, Olsen, is 162 years old. Um, you don't believe you, in Ian you, Thomas? No, not at all. <laughs> what about your Ohio State guy? He's, he's, I think he's actually pretty solid at wide receiver. I'm not talking about wide receiver. He's talking about tight end. I'm, talking, I'm talking about tight end. This is where TJ Hawkinson goes. No way. Be if he goes there, I will, I will fly off the handle. He should not fall that far. I mean, there's no We're, way now. Is he is he still on your board? No way. He left, All right, so, he, Fant, he at, so Fant's still on your board then. Then Fant went at number 12. Okay, my bad. My bad. I don't pay attention to what you say. My bad. So, maybe, no, maybe you should. No, but Hawkins. Uh, maybe you know, Hold should, on a second. Yes. So we're, you're trying to tell me that uh, when's the last time two tight ends went inside the top 15, Neil? This year. Ever. No, ever. Other than this year. Yeah, I don't think it happens a lot. My point is. If TJ Hawkinson slides to 16, it's a great spot to replace Olsen. Like, you've got a, a, an athletic, very strong, very reliable tight end. Some guy who can do every aspect of the game, much like Greg Olsen. Mm. You know, you've got a, a Dallas Clark type of, of a player who can, you know, he's not going to burn past people, but he's going to get past people. I'd like uh, Hawkinson to go to Carolina to kind of revamp the tight end position. Oh, dude, Olsen's basically... Perpetually injured at this what, point. I mean, I would love the fact that I mean, Carolina would love Hawkinson there, but I'm saying he's not. Going I mean, you've there. got a Carolina jersey, I'm sure. So Chris Campbell's <laughs> and Chris Campbell's the man. I'm on like players. I love Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas Why? is going to be a really good tight end. Are you kidding yeah, I me? Bet. I bet he is. Ian Thomas is going to be a I bet really he's not good top tight twenty end. next year. I will bet money. Okay, how much? Well, okay. How much? Me, no, me, how much? Let's do this. Hold on, hold five on. Five oh, wait, top 20. Okay, let's do it. Five bucks. Five okay, football dollars. Ian Thomas, 20 bucks. Shake on it. It's done. Let me get to my Carolina pick here. Carolina. It's, it's TJ Hawkinson. 
I, this was my riskiest pick of the draft because I hate projecting this guy to fall this far because there's no reason that he should. But honestly, inside linebackers are not a premium in the top half of the NFL draft, in my opinion. Should be. In my opinion, they're not. You can find guys like Darius Leonard in the second. You can find guys like Eric Kendricks. Leighton Van Der Esch. You can find guys like Leighton Van Der Esch later in the first. This is why we enjoy the second, third, and fourth rounds. Absolutely. Days. And I, I think that Carolina, as good as uh, Luke Keekley is, it's it's time to find your backup play. And Thomas Davis is Dude, also— He has not went the listen, way of Sean Lee yet. Let's calm the hell down. Let me finish. Thomas Davis was the other inside Man. linebacker for Carolina. He's me gone. Getting me misty. He's gone. Devin White, linebacker LSU, falls to Carolina. He's the eventual Keekly replacement, but he can step in right beside him right now, and it just makes mm. Carolina's defense that more that much more dangerous it's, with two field generals. So on you're the trying field. to say he's gonna fall? I mean, I don't see any way because I haven't. I don't. Earlier. I don't think he will fall. But you know what? But, the more I look at the teams in front of them. The most likely landing spot for Devin White was Tampa Bay, but I don't think they do it. But, it made Devin White fall I mean, to 16 to Carolina. There's a me. lot of players. Whenever we start looking like defensive linemen, you start questioning how do they fall that far. Like There's players there based on depth that someone's going to say, this is a team need and this is a great play. They lost a lot in the locker room and on the field with Thomas Davis. Absolutely. Agreed. And they, they get it right back with Devin White. Devin White's I don't, a stud. I don't think he loses much in the locker room because you have a Keekley. I mean, he is, you know, as you said, a field general, you know, but I, I mean, I, I like White there, but it's just not, I mean, I've, I haven't have having a bigger need somewhere else. Gotcha. 17, New York Giants. This is the pick acquired from the Odell Beckham Jr. trade. Neil, who do they, who, who do they Man. use that draft capital from Beckham Jr. on? The Giants are happy. I mean, they got, they got Josh Allen first. Now they're getting Ed Oliver. All defense. Well, that's exciting. Hold on a second. After a guy said that they need offensive line, first thing they, they should, do. First thing they should have done is win offensive line. And you're taking defense, defense. Okay, they, they took defense first. Two tight ends have already went. I mean, two, not two tight ends. Two offensive linemen have already went. Okay. So they're going to get a stud defensive tackle in the middle. Okay. I, I'm not. I'll, I'm just arguing with you for arguing's sake. Right. Obviously. But, uh, this is the offensive line has been disrespected too much in this draft, in my opinion. I already have two going. Yeah, I know. Idea. But this now I've had one. This is where Jonah Williams goes. Okay, Jonah Williams. So they, they've they've addressed another team need early with Haskins. So they get their quarterback, and you know, yes, we lose an elite receiver, but there's not a that level receiver in this year's draft. But we're going to go ahead and get Jonah Williams. Have in the argument of the best offensive tackle in this year's draft class, and we're getting him at pick 17. The Giants go solidify, put him on the right side. If he can move, if he has to move to the left, he does. You know, eventually, dude, I love Williams at 17. And I just, team needs for other players, other teams above him is the reason he slides so far. I have the New York Giants trying to save some face, and this is where I got A.J. Brown going. New York Giants, A.J. Brown, you got – they signed Golden Tate. They got Sterling Shepard. It's time so, for the so possession guy. So they want three guy. of the same player? I think A.J. Brown can play outside, and I think that's what the Giants do with him. I, I just think they saved some face to me. A.J. Brown's the best wide receiver in this draft. They replaced one of the best wide receivers in the NFL with one of the best wide receivers in this draft. 
Next. Minnesota 18. Skull Vikings are taking Jonah Williams here. Kirk Cousins needs to help. Who, 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 so who was your previous two I have, offensive linemen? I, my second, so one, second one was Dillard. Okay, gotcha. Exciting. Arms. I have, I have Dillard a little further down. So Minnesota. I have Minnesota also taking offensive tackle, but this one's Cody Ford out of Oklahoma. I mean, there's a reason that, you know, two quarterbacks from Oklahoma had 70% pass completion. It's because they had freaking time. All right. And a lot of that had to do with Cody Ford. Okay. I've got Minnesota also taking Cody Ford. Look at me in arms. Woo-hoo! Look at me in arms. There we go. Give it to Turkey. Finally, me and arms agree on something. Cody Ford, Minnesota. On to 19, Tennessee. Neil, who you got Tennessee taking? I have Vrabel taking Brian Burns here. Our friend Brian Burns. Yep. I mean, I also have a pass rusher. It just happens to be Rashawn Gary out of Michigan. It's the same need. I like that. Burns, already, same, Burns has already went with you in, guys. In, like in, in, your, in your book, he did. In mine, I mean, he it's it's a quality oh, yeah. pick right there I love me some without Burns. a lot of question marks. I like that. I, I do like that. 19 for me, Tennessee. They're trying to build a better offense. They went out and grabbed Adam Humphreys. I think they've realized Derrick Henry is the guy for them. They've got Humphreys now. They have Corey Davis on the outside. I don't know if he's ever going to realize his potential. Taiwan Taylor's a fine number three. Yeah, but they're missing a little something. They've got two quarterbacks that are capable. I'm not saying they're great. Mariota and Tannehill. I don't think they have one quarterback capable. Capable. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but capable. Well, you have but my God, none. exactly, exactly. But you <laughs> give this one team, quarterbacks. you give this team Noah Fant at pick 19 for Tennessee as a Delaney Walker replacement. Johnny Smith had his chance; he fumbled it. <laughs> Noah Fant is a game breaker. You got Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, Noah Fant for one of those quarterbacks. They're finally going to give their quarterback a chance to actually be decent. They may actually even open up the offense just a little. I love Noah Fant in Tennessee, not for fantasy, but for that team. If they draft him, if that's where he goes, it's not hands-off in fantasy for me, but he falls to a mid-to-late second-round pick. Danny Walker performed there, though. Outside of Derrick Henry's last six games, that whole offense looks like it's running in sand. Yeah. like Noah Fant's not going to – would be a solid pick there, but I'm – I don't think anyone's going to go there and perform, and I, 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 I would hate to see Fant go there. I would, too. I mean, to me, it's just Look one of those. Oh, God. Like, how many offensive weapons do you need? How many times do you have to address wide receiver and fail? You know, tied in and fail. And I don't think Johnny Smith has failed. I just think that Marks Mariota can't deliver a ball worth a damn. <laughs> 20, Pittsburgh. My most, uh, not my most hated team, but I really, <laughs> close I hot. hate, I hate when they draft because they nail it most of the every, time. And just who you, who you got them nailing it on? It's like it, it, every <laughs> every third wide receiver they nail it on, every second linebacker they well, nail right. it on. No matter who they draft here, it's gonna be a hall of famer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, who's the hall of famer going at? Dude, Phil Harry's going here for me. Oh, oh, oh. shoot! And that's scary. Good, he falls there to them. Man, that that is a he's he's. Top three dynasty pick if he goes to Pittsburgh. Yeah, it, it's easily. That's like, Hold on a second. Y- y'all don't like James Washington James at all? James Washington. Like, I like c- him. Calm down a little bit. Okay, go ahead. Go, Neil. I'm having, I'm, I'm having a blank here. Oh, yeah. Dante Moncrief. <laughs> I like Moncrief in Pittsburgh. I don't think no, they I, take a receiver I'm by just, any means. No, just like you've got Juju. You've got 
James Washington, and they're they're going now. Are they lacking a big body guy? Yeah, I mean Juju's not tiny, but you, you're, you're already messed up though because they have Juju and Nikhil Harry and James Washington and Moncrief. They don't have Nikhil Harry yet. But right. Who you got? It, who you got at twenty arms? Pittsburgh. Uh, this is where Devin Bush goes. Bush. Arguably, you know, another guy who can kind of move around in the linebacker position. Get you some. Um, <laughs> here's the thing: their well, defense has the their, their defense has not been the same since Sherry's ears left. Now, what do you do? You get another four-four linebacker. Sign Mark Barron. Okay, you get another four-four linebacker who can move around. Has you know elite elite athleticism, great ball. You know, knows for the ball. I like Bush there, and it seems like they Bush. always draft a freaking linebacker, and it almost always works out. So Bush goes there for me. Here's what I here's what I got on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh brings in Mark Barron. Vince Williams is a solid linebacker. He didn't really play he's up no to his potential Bush. last year, but you got you got Vince Williams. You brought in Mark Barron. You got T.J. Watt. Let's free them up to actually play to their potential and bring Ed Oliver into Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Don't hate it. Man, I have Oliver going way earlier, but I just I, I've never other than like the first couple years of Vince Williams' career in relief only, he's just never been impressive to me. Like when he finally gets a full time job, you're like, Oh, there's my sleeper and you're like I know, me and you both did the same thing. We were uh, all about Vince that that year after he showed something. Uh, I still like him. God, though. Vince Williams just let me down. Like you you're picking you're like, I'm taking his in my my linebacker three. You're like God, he's on my bench like halfway through the season because he sucks. Anyhow, Neil, that's the reason Andy Bush. Twenty-one, Seattle. Seattle's taking the in-state kid, first cornerback, Byron Murphy. Byron Murphy, same pick. That's a steal, I think. It is a steal because man, right up there, arguably the best cornerback in the draft. Could we possibly go for the hat trick? No, Cleveland Farrell to me, defensive end out of Clemson. To put, not the to, cornerback from Washington. Nope, Cleveland Farrell man. to bookend opposite Frank Clark. I like Cleveland Farrell to mine, Seattle. They're going to try to get back to their defensive ways. Mine had, which is why they take Byron Murphy. Look what I get the, that. I look get what that. they've lost in defensive back. That's my thought. That. Yeah. Team need, you know, you lose. Uh, Debatable uh, on every side. I get it. Yeah, no. Yeah. Let's get to some more exciting because I think we're all going to go in the same direction. Baltimore 22, who you got? I'm not going the wide receiver route like you guys oh. probably are. This is, where, this is where Devin Bush goes for me. Bush. Obviously because they lost CJ. Well, they need linebacker. They need well, CJ Mosley. They draft a linebacker every year that fails, but Bush is going to be the CJ Mosley replacement. I get it. I like Kenny Young and Owunasar. <laughs> Why? I just do. Somebody's got to I like Matt Judon, but no. It's just, <laughs> if, That's an outside if, linebacker. I do like Matt Judon. If Bush is there, like that'd be an amazing pick for him. Right. Bush. Give me Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown is what they don't have. Someone who can actually run freaking routes. And, you know, once he gets the ball in his hand, very electric with it. They've got, you know, Sneed who goes deep, Sneed. 27 tight ends who basically lumber across the middle. Give me a guy who can, you know, make sharp cuts, smooth, crisp, great with the ball in his hands. I, I'm I'm with you on the wide receiver front, but they got Sneed as the deep guy. I think they need somebody physical and imposing. This is where I got Nikhil Harry going to Baltimore. Yep. Uh, 22. Don't hate it. Here's my number three overall pick. He's a good guy to get open and grab balls and move the chains for Lamar Jackson. If he's obviously there, that'd be great for him. 
Absolutely. Houston, 23. This one is a true toss-up. Who you got at Houston? I have Houston getting Josh Jacobs. Wow. Wow. I like it. They're sick of having a mediocre running game. I like it. I see. I, I feel like if Dante Foreman could just get right. He never will, good. though. It's a big if, though. No, I'm with but you. But, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think Foreman's a solid running back. If he can get over his injury woes, I don't. I think this could be a wasted pick. But if not, I think that Josh Jacobs is a great pick. They haven't had a, they haven't had like a, a really star guy since Arian. Yeah, you're right. True. But he, Arian was an undrafted free agent. All right, I'm just saying. But they haven't had a star running back since him, and they've been, had he's running the middle. It was literally, know, but the, their entire running back core of talent has been what Jonathan Wells. Uh, Steve Slayton and Aaron Foster consecutively. God, like that's Steve every Slayton. guy who was ever successful in in Houston. Friend of the show, Steve Slayton. Yes, he's he's came on the show. Can't remember uh, what episode, but check that one out. He's heck of a dude. Yeah, I know you had a, a great interview with him that I couldn't make, which burnt my ass because I, I love Steve I'm Slayton, man. Sorry, he's a good I, dude. I really do. Um, the, so the knock for me for Jacobs at that spot for them is they have other team needs. And their offense is good enough without addressing running back yet. They can get a running back in the second round that's please going to be please don't take my guy as good. So this is there's almost no way I take your guy. Interior line they're they're going okay. to Garrett Bradbury. Okay, yeah, best center in this year's draft um, out of North Carolina State. I mean, Bradbury's they've got to get something going in that interior that offensive line to help move the chains for the running backs. They need a, a field general in the front. And Bradbury's the guy. And my boy's been taking a lot of you know, close sacks, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, not necessarily uh, getting sacked, but he's, he's dinged. If I'm not mistaken, I think that uh, the he had, uh, Watson had sack, first, second, or third most sacks in the league uh, right. last year. That's a Houston thing, though. So but <laughs> that's why you dress offensive line with your franchise quarterback. I, th- I think they address it in round uh, two or three. Deshaun Watson. One of the best young quarterbacks in the game. He has the wide receivers. DeAndre Hopkins, we know he's sweet. Will Fuller, when he's healthy. Which is never. I know, but when he's healthy, he's sweet. Kiki Kuti, pretty sweet. I think they can address and find another wide receiver mid-round like they did with Kiki. Running backs, I think they're okay. Lamar Miller's not horrible. He's just not that good. Dante Foreman could be good. I don't think they're ready to throw in the towel on those two guys quite yet. They could. And, and even if they do, they, it, second, third round, they could get right. somebody. Right. They can draft a, a Devin Singletary or, you know, a Daryl Henderson later right. on. But I think it's finally time. This is a team that runs a lot of two tight end sets. Three tight ends go into first round this year. Irv Smith to Houston. I love I love Irv Smith going into the first round. Um, it's a perfect just, spot. It's the perfect value for him at pick 23 overall in my opinion love Irv Smith in Houston it just makes Deshaun Watson that much better I have another draft not this one that I actually have Irv Smith going very soon after lovely Oakland we got multiple Oakland picks coming up Neil 24 Oakland Raiders who you got they're going back to the playoffs because they're getting feral <laughs> you and your Clemson guys I'm not even going to talk about that one. Arms, who's Oakland taking at 24? They've already addressed the pass rush. All right. Oakland, at this point, they're looking at their fan base and saying, all right, we're going to feed you a little bit of what you want. They're finally going to address running back in the draft, and this is where Josh Jacobs goes. Not Not my number one running back, 
but a consensus, a lot of people think Jacobs is the best running back like in this that. year's draft class. Oakland, all the way down at 24 to them, they feel like it's a steal, and I think he's going to be a solid player. If we walk in as an Oakland fan and we have Isaiah Crowell <laughs> and like Doug Martin, I'm probably going to freaking blow my brains out. And like, maybe Marshawn. They're going to play in Oakland another year. Uh, yeah, okay, maybe Marshawn, but like it's... It, They've got to address the running back position. Now, the only reason I, I say that is because I, I had they could have went another route, which it's three picks later. There's a lot of good defensive linemen there still. But yeah. I hate that I haven't fallen this far, but this is where I got Byron Murphy out of Washington, cornerback to Oakland. It's, it really shores up that defensive backfield for them. And I think it would be a huge steal of the draft if they could land Byron Murphy. Here he plays in Seattle. Okay, I don't know Philadelphia. If, I don't know if you knew that or not, but he got signed to Seattle. Philadelphia is where I have greedy going. Ooh, greedy fell in your mock. Yeah. Well, it, it, greedy Philly, went so Philly, way Philly down. greedy. Okay. Greedy, his combine kind of brought him down some too. But that's where I have him. I think he'd be one of the guys that actually falls, and he, I think Eagles will be happy with him there. Eagles, who you got, arms? Christian. This Wilkins. is a popular Josh Jacobs landing spot that I disagree with. No, I don't think they're going to address this early, especially for after back. Jordan Howard. But yeah. Definitely not after Jordan Howard, but uh, this is where I have Christian Wilkins going. You know, shore up the center of the defense, allow your linebackers to get free. Uh, you're not great, but above average defensive ends to get to the quarterback. Wilkins would be real solid there. Band, Neil, who's saying get free? I'm not sure. The Vines. Oh. I don't know why that popped in my head, but it did. I got Philly taking on Dre Dillard. Mm-hmm. Out of Washington State, offensive tackle at 25. Exciting. Indiana. Indiana 26. Who you got? Indianapolis. <laughs> Surprise, Every a, offensive tackle, I'm just like, exciting. Neil, who do you got? Surprisingly, not, surprisingly it's not a tight end here. But I have, have Jeffrey Simmons going here. Give it the tackle. Jeffrey Simmons. I think they're going to take Irv Smith. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> they're not taking Irv Smith. Um, this is where I – now, you, you'll notice me. This guy slid way back. And I honestly don't think he deserves to be a first rounder. But DK Metcalf, the hype is the Colts look at it and they're like, Jesus Christ. There's just, not a chance he falls. Like, we no. can't. We, But my, the other picks above him your mom. weren't that awful for their the team needs. DK Metcalf finally comes, slides all the way down. You've got the imposing body, you got the speed, and they have the exact opposite player it's a great fit yeah they have the exact opposite player on the other side with the speed and quickness with ty and of course i think I don't know, 26 tight ends 27 tight ends so metcalf feels a, a great need for that team gotcha i've got a, I, I still don't i think he's going to be like a huge disappointment in the nfl i got deandre baker cornerback georgia going to indianapolis Solid corner, definitely not one of you know, not in contention for the number one corner overall. But at 26, if you can get a guy like DeAndre Baker that could be a solid corner for you for years to come, I think you got to take the leap and do it. Corners always tend to fall 15 to 32. There's always a sprinkling yeah. of corners in there, and Indianapolis takes their guy in Baker. Oakland 27, Neil, who well, you got? Well, Oakland's happy that Indy didn't take Rocky Sin. So he's the next. Silence. He's the next Oakland Raider. So much silence. Okay, I mean, has he like robbed somebody? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did he maybe kill somebody? I'm like, what? He might like the movie Compton. So he might be close. Okay. 
Who you got, Arms? 27, your Oakland Raiders. So this guy should have probably went a lot higher, but there's a little bit of question marks around his health. And we've seen those question marks really affect a guy's draft stats. This is where Montez Sweat goes. All the way down to 27. Right in that conversation with the best pass rusher in this year's draft. So, so you, you lose Khalil Mack, and in this draft, you get Sweat, and Josh Allen, and you end up with a cumulative better pass rush than you had last year. You, give me some sweat at 27. <laughs> give me some sweat. I've got uh, Garrett Bradbury going here. Center, NC State, Oakland, fills a need. And uh, Oakland plays it smart this year, I think. And Unless Kyler Murray falls, Oakland plays it smart. To be honest, they filled their wide receiver needs in free agency and by trade. Derek Carr, they're going to let Derek Carr figure it out with these new guys in the in the fold. I think Marshawn Lynch no, ultimately this, comes honestly, back. Honestly, this, this might they, be they Carr's last line. year. Yeah, maybe. He might be have one or two year leash, but I, I agree with you 100% there. Okay. I like it. Neil, the, the uh, San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers. San Diego. It's, it's, it, hold on a second. That's German for a whale's vagina. I don't know if you first knew of all, that. It's, first of all, it's L.A. Chargers. That's, That's true. said. San Diego, Los San Angeles Chargers. San Diego. This is the Stephen A. Smith episode. The San Diego <laughs> Chargers. I'll tell you what. They're going to take Junior Seau. I guarantee it. Well, we, this is where I had Bradbury going. Okay. It's just shocking. He sees the last is long, but I think this is exactly where he goes. North Carolina Exciting. State Center, Exciting. Eh, they, they have they have needs along the offensive line. Exciting. But Who I got the Chargers taken. They, that's not their biggest need. And then we have one of the top offensive linemen in this year's draft, and that is Andre Dillard out of Washington State. He Dillard. falls all the way down to the Chargers, and the Chargers are ecstatic because they may have got the best tackle in this year's draft class. Woo, I'm going tackle as well, but on the defensive side, this is where I got Christian Wilkins from Clemson going to the chat. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. 29, KC. This is, where I have this is a luxury pick. This is Jonathan Abram, safety, Mississippi State. Arms? So, as you said, luxury pick. They have the ability to draft the best player left on the board. And on my board, it is Clinton Farrell out of Clemson. Other teams had other needs. Farrell should have went higher, but he didn't. The The Chiefs, the rich get richer, and they have a great pass rusher. <laughs> okay. Here, here, here's what I got for KC. Okay? Let me tell you something. Brother. Let me tell you something about Kansas City. Kansas City not only got rid of Justin Houston, they lost D Ford. Mm -hmm. They are hurting. That's why Clinton Farrell. They are hurting at the. I I get that. Totally get that. But they're hurting at the outside linebacker position. Jachai Polite, outside linebacker out of Florida, KC. They they fill a need. They replace the guys that they lost with one guy at least. And Jachai goes to Kansas City. Hmm. Okay. He, uh, he's coming soon for me. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, said Neil, Green Bay picks again at 30. Who do you got him taking? They're, they're going to repeat history. I take a quarterback here, Daniel Jones, to sit behind. What? To sit behind Rodgers. Oh, my God. Are you, are you fist banging me, Neil? Is that what you, you got? You got what? Daniel Jones? No. Good Lord, no. 
Oh my! I think it's a bum. Are you deleting that? <laughs> or wow! What are you doing over here? You just you you just give your guy next. I'm in shell shock right now. I mean, I I can't imagine going with a quarterback to sit for three years. Like uh, there's, there's just, turmoil. I know. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> no, there's not. The guy runs a team. He's LeBron James of the Packers. Uh, give me Nasir Adderley out of Delaware. Yeah, I Who? know. <laughs> safety. We're talking about Daniel Jones. You're talking bringing up a guy that we heard of. <laughs> safety out of Delaware. <laughs> it's a team need. You know, you lose ha ha dicks. Like they just the previous or last year also they lost uh, Demarius Randall. They need safety, and this is one of the better safeties on the board. I, I'm going safety with you as well, Arms. But at pick 30 with Green Bay, this is where I got Jonathan Abram, safety, Mississippi State. Baboon. The Los Angeles Rams. Also known as the St. Louis Rams. The St. Louis Rams. St. Louis, Los Angeles Rams. 31. Who do you got, Neil? I think I actually get his name right. Oh, yeah, Jerry Tillery, defensive tackle. He's looking at, I got a defensive tackle as well. Pronunciation guide for I that I think it Tillery or Tillery. I want to make sure. I also got a tackle. Arms? I'm going to go with... Polite, polite, whatever it is, out of <laughs> Florida, Jakai, polite, out of Florida. It just, it's, it's just a pass rush need. <laughs> We're talking the rich get richer. Someone who, as a rotational guy, someone who, someone else who can get after the quarterback. I mean, they don't have a lot of guys that they need on that team. Definitely true. But I, I like Neil going with the defensive tackle. And Dominican Sue, he's gone. Did he ever sign? By the way, he'll sign back with the Rams probably. Like, this why is, the, is that guy sitting on the free agent wire right This has literally been the only place he's never had a problem. Dear he's going to be a Ram. But I got, Neil, you're going to like this one. I got Dexter Lawrence, Ooh, yeah. Clemson, going to the Los Angeles Rams, filling a need, helping that team get even better. Dexter. Dexter. He's going to lay down the plastic and slaughter some folks. Dexter is. <laughs> Love him. 32. We're at the end. New England Patriots, America's most hated team, except for Neil. Yeah. Neil, who's your number one team out of your 74 teams taken here at 32? Well, if you guys have followed along, if you get mad, you can always tweet at, tweet at Neil Drox and explain why he fell as far. But Irv Smith, past, oh, past Super Bowl. I like it. Locking in. I don't hate the pick. If I don't either. Irv Smith won in the past and make me a happy boy. So you don't believe in Austin, Safarian, Jenkins? Nobody does. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Austin's very Jenkins is going to have. What do you do for anybody? Hold else? on a second. He's going to have a career year. He's going to get thirty-five balls for four hundred yards, <laughs> seven six, touchdowns. six touchdowns. Which look it up. That is a career year for Austin Safarian yeah, Jenkins. For someone up. who is so confident in himself, that's the that would be the best year he's ever had. He is hot, stinky garbage. Mm. All right. But, so but, I'm actually going to make you ha- go ahead. Say, sorry. But, but Brady's going to be 54 still playing, and Irv Smith's going to be right there with him. <laughs> you might be right. I mean, hell, he was playing for 10 years when they drafted Gronk. <laughs> Gronk retired. Like, come on. He's going to be he's going to be getting on the same plan with the same dietitian as TB12 is. All right, so, <laughs> dietitian kale diet, so, kale pajamas. <laughs> so you do you think Barker's pick made you happy? My, I mean, I mean, Will Greer, here he comes. Mine, oh, you already called mine him, yeah. is going to make you happier. Is it Trevor Lawrence two years from now? Is Dex- it going to be Hunter Renfro? Dexter Lawrence to the Patriots. Well, yeah, that'd be great. But I'd actually prefer Irv there, but yeah, if Lawrence De- went there, I'd be excited too. A Clemson guy going to the Patriots. It never happens, by the way. Uh, okay, <laughs> but, but it, it feels a team need. 
They need a little bit of help on defensive line. It's not that they have a lot of team needs. I mean, they literally just won the freaking Super Bowl. They're picking the best player available. Irv Smith. Dexter Lawrence is the best <laughs> player available. I like the Irv Smith pick a lot. I, I do too, actually. Now, I now should change mine. I'm going to throw a little caveat in here. I do believe that I, Josh, I believe. Joshua Rosen lands in New England with a trade at this pick at 32. I, I, like, I like it. I, I, that's what, I believe that's what happens, but for the sake of this mock and no trades, I got New England taking Kelvin Harmon, I mean, wide receiver out of NC State. They have a dire need at wide receiver. At big wide receiver. Philip Dorsett doesn't convince me. Cordero Patterson is gone. Chris Hogan is gone. Josh Gordon, we don't know if he's going to play. You literally have Julian Edelman, Tom Brady in his final couple years, maybe. He's going to want another weapon. Gronk is gone. They need a weapon. Irv Smith on my board is already gone. Kelvin Harmon is that weapon for me. It would be a solid pick. I mean, I, I'm not going to hate on the pick. <laughs> I just still, I think if we look at what Bill Belichick does best, it's build great defenses. That's my argument for my pick. Now, as a bonus, let's do a bonus because I got a guy that I would love to mock to Arizona at the first pick in round two. Let's end it. With the first pick in round two, Neil, Arizona, first pick, round two, who is it? I really don't know. It's okay if you don't. We can move on to arms. I see I see him getting a wide receiver at that point. B2. Arms? So if we're going to go wide receiver, see, no, uh, the kid out of Stanford. He's so slow. J.J. Arcega Whiteside? Arcega Whiteside. He's rising. I will he, say that. Slow? I was never mind. I was gonna say he, he was, he was fast. No, I'm thinking about the tight end from Stanford. I was like super, super oh, slow. Okay. I liked Arcega Whiteside better Jay than Serber. I did Harmon. Yeah. So like th that's the thing. I, I have Arcega Whiteside probably higher than most because, he, as what we said in the last show, he's not going to burn anybody, but he's going to outbody a lot of people and he's going to win the majority of jump balls. Like I I, I like the kid. Let's just be real. Larry Fitzgerald didn't burn a lot of people. He just outbodied most people. That that was his game. You put him under the wing of someone who's definitely in the conversation for the greatest of all time. Hopefully he can develop into that. I think a, a lot of guy, a lot of guys, a lot of teams are not discussing a guy that's going to sneak into that high end round two. Arizona, Hakeem Butler. Could happen. Just sneaking I mean, in, sneaking could. into that almost first round. Arizona needs some wide receivers. <laughs> Kevin White isn't going to quite do it, I don't believe. No, I, I mean, I agree. I, you you kind of threw me off on the Arizona pick. I didn't know we are going that extra pick. I, that's I what I do. I could have probably, you know, thrown him an offensive tackle or a freaking, you know, a, a better linebacker than uh, Amanda Bynes' <laughs> brother. And Kevin White has already just suffered another. Look at Jordan Hicks. He suffered another injury, injury just by the name mention. <laughs> I actually really, down. I, I am excited to see if they give Kevin White a chance. Like <laughs> I can't wait till the guy didn't say his name. I can't wait till halftime of the first Arizona game. Like coming out on the field, they're getting they're putting him in the lineup. It's Kevin. Oh, he's he's uh, he's on IR. He's like, on IR. Kevin White what caught six balls last year? I, I think. 
One of them was a Hail Mary. It was, but no, but all, but he wasn't touched, so he didn't get hurt. But like you, you got to think that out of the 25 routes he ran, 23 of them were screens. Like, just don't freaking move. Just don't move. All right. We're going to throw, throw it in your direction. Wherever Will, 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 wherever Will Greer goes, should be where Kevin White goes. Just a little West Virginia connection. Maybe Will Greer is Arizona's next quarterback. They, they did not play together at all. I know. But okay, I, just, West I just want to clarify West Virginia, that. West Virginia alumni, man. You see those alumni hugging on the field. Who <laughs> was the last relevant West Virginia alumni? Jer- Jerry Porter. Steve Slade. <laughs> like Jerry, or Joe, no, yeah, Jerry Porter. Uh, that, hey, I mean, hey, Pac-Man played for a while. Okay. Had plenty of charges. Yeah, now, he's gonna, now Pac-Man's going to play for the Mean Machine. <laughs> <laughs> In prison. Prison. I don't know if he's going to prison or not. But. I don't either. Leonard Fournette's most, on his way, though. Most likely, though. Yeah. I mean, based on his history of activity in life, Pac-Man Jones is not going to happen. But Absolutely. He's not going to do well after the NFL. But one thing after putting together our research for this, I, and the more and more I get sad to the fact that, like, I miss the old days of it kind of being a surprise when the draft came on. Not necessarily a 100% surprise. But now all the fun stuff is taken out of it because we almost know what's going to happen. No, we don't. We don't 100%. No, we hold on a second. Our mocks are going to be I so am far a Raiders off. fan, and I can tell you right now, I have cussed at my TV more in the oh, past yeah. 15 years than anyone could ever possibly imagine when they're like, Darren McFadden, and people are cheering. I'm like, what the f- are you yeah. cheering about? Yeah, some think, of, some Darren of those, McFadden's uh, trash. They're like, Jamarcus Rush. I'm like, why? There's like, think, why? There's like two teams that do like the Raiders and like the Jets, maybe. No. And a couple other teams like throw like weird th- uh, curveballs out there. But it's not like back in when the, when the Jets took Keyshawn or something. Yeah, a lot of the drafts back then were more surprising. It, it's, right. I, Miami. Charles Harris. With the number nine overall pick, the Miami Dolphins select Ted Ginn, Ohio State (laughs) University. (laughs) Like, why? Uh, Tell me that wasn't a surprise. I'm actually glad that happened because I was like, Brady Quinn, Brady Quinn, Brady Quinn, Brady Quinn. Ah, Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn ended up a better pro. (laughs) Yeah, which it's so funny. Like, if you look back, there's so many times you're like, Oh my God! Like we let that guy get by us, and the dude flames out in like a year, year and a half, and then your third rounder is a Pro Bowler. Like, I mean, not not for the Raiders. That doesn't actually happen very often. But you know, you're like, oh my, wait. So let me get straight. The hey, Michael, guy, Mil- Michael Mitchell wants, wants to the Pro Bowl, didn't he? Michael Mitchell. Yeah, Michael Mitchell. Michael Mitchell. Yes, with the Steelers, he did <laughs> after he left the Raiders. Speedster. But you know, I mean, it's it's. It, the NFL doesn't make or break people. You know what it does? It, it gets a guy an extra year of a contract. The Raiders, that pick should have been announced. And with their, you know, last pick in, in round one or round two, wherever he went, the Raiders select 40 time, 4.37 kid from OU. I think they like, should have even said his name. Pretty they, confident. It was the like Raiders 4. draft. Like 3-0. Oh, 4.30 OU Bobcat. Seriously, like, an OU Bobcat. Like whenever you're you're uh, playing, like uh, what is it? The the old NFL head coach. You just got generic names. Generic name OU safety. Yeah. And it's like okay, thank you for Jonathan Watkins, <laughs> whoever that guy is. I'll tell you what somebody needs to do. One of these quarterback needy teams. We have a trade to announce. 
The Miami Dolphins have performed a trade for Kansas City quarterback Chase Litton. <laughs> Boom, shakalaka. Boom. I like Chase that. Litton. Give me some Chase Litton. Just man. had to throw me out some some bug, some bug reference right there. Old Chase Litton. We love that guy. Anyways, thanks for listening to our mock draft. We appreciate it. Bark is out. Good night. Night. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review.